Foxy and Giuliano, the podcast. Yo. How you doing, mate? All right? I'm very good. How you doing, my friend? I'm good. I'm good. Lockdown, part two. Lockdown. Have we not seen each other since the start of lockdown? I don't think we have, have we? I don't know. It hasn't really felt like lockdown, has it? How has your lockdown been? Well, I go into work and the M6 seems to be as busy as it was when it, it wasn't is, on. isn't it? Just as busy. It doesn't feel like a lockdown, this, The does kids it? are still going into school, um, so it doesn't quite feel the same as it did before. It's all right. It's just a bit boring. The kids don't understand why we can't go into any shops or anything. Well, um, you haven't celebrated a birthday during lockdown, which I did last Friday. Happy birthday, 41-year-old Fox. Where's the, where's the present? You, Trish, well, you're quite good at that, or at least your, your wife, Jen, is very good at... Well, the problem yes. is, the problem is, is um, the shops are shut. Yeah. <laughs> We've just had this discussion. They're all fully open, mate. Have you not got me anything this the year? The shops are shut. I'm going to be honest, okay, because I text you at the start of the week saying, Jen thinks it's your birthday today, but I think it's on Friday. And that was partly because I wanted to check if I still had time to get a present. <laughs> well, you've had a week. And I really, really intended yeah. to get online and send you something. And, um, and I didn't. I just forgot. Thank you very much. <laughs> and then I got to Friday, and um, about halfway through the day, I saw that people were writing happy birthday on your Facebook page. That was my birthday. And I thought, I should probably say happy birthday. You did. Say, uh, say, say the presents at home. Ah, of course it is. Yeah, yeah. What is it? Um, I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> it's probably going to be a bottle of whiskey. Because yeah. <laughs> all we do is seem to send each other <laughs> bottles, of whiskey. bottles of whiskey. I'll never forget years and years and years ago, I used to live opposite a guy called Dean, uh, and we were good friends. We used to go on the field and play football together. And um, it was his birthday a week before mine, mm. right? So I um, took him around £5 once for his birthday, and then a week later, he brought me a fiver back. But the absolute swine had it in ones and twos. <laughs> It's like he'd been to the arcade and won some coins. It's, it's not even like I could say to you, I'll have something next week, because the Amazon account is in is in Jen's name. So. <laughs> Reeling out the bull. So I'll have, to, I'll, have to, I'll have to get Jen to send you something. Now, can I say, um, this week we are going to have a couple of guests on the podcast, aren't we? Well, we've got White Deer coming back, because a couple of weeks ago um, I had an idea, uh, feature called Sailing Down the River D. It's a brilliant idea. And the idea was it'd be a lot easier for D to get celebrity contacts than it would for us. Yeah. So could she kick it off by getting a celebrity on and then the idea is each celebrity passes us on to another celebrity for the next week and we see how far we can sail, sail. down the River D. Brilliant, yeah. So she's got someone coming on um, who, uh, yeah, she's got a celebrity coming on. I won't say too much more uh, yet. Um, so that's going to happen. We've got pork balls. If yep. ever you would like £20 worth of takeaway on us, well, um, just play pork balls. Following on from the last podcast where we had to get one of my mates on the show, on the podcast, to to play pork balls. Yes. Have we got someone this week? We have. Enough. I like the way that we had one of my mates on. So I've got another friend who's going to be playing pork balls. Oh, okay. Do you want to have a little guess as to who it could be? Um, is it Simon? No, it's not. It's going to be someone that you're going to have to explain. Oh, you've got Stupid Ray Stupid on. Ray! <laughs> I can see from the look in your eye, you're very excited. This is a man who once confused 9-11 with the shop 7-Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was only sharing a story a story about Stupid Ray last week, because I used to commentate on, when I was at a radio station up north, I used to commentate on the football teams, Grimsby, Scunthorpe and Hull. <laughs> and I took uh, Stupid Ray to Grimsby. 
and uh, they were playing Port Vale or a team like that. Went to the press box, and, and, and surprisingly, it was absolutely rammed this week. So I said to my mate Ray, I said, stupid, you're going to have to go and find a seat somewhere else. He went, okay, mate, not a problem. So he wandered off, and I thought, where's he gone? Half hour had gone, kick off, whistle blew. I looked down, he was sat on the manager's bench. <laughs> <laughs> Did they have to kick him up? <laughs> I think it was Laurie McMenamy. Was he a player, a manager? He was Laurie. a manager, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember the manager just looking him up and down thinking, I don't remember signing him. <laughs> Well, t- t- talking, t- you know, there's only two things I wanted to mention this week. Yeah. And one of them fits quite nicely with this sort of theme. So uh, where I live in Shropshire, uh, Jen po- uh, popped into the local town Newport and she saw an advert. It's a very rural community. Yeah. She saw an advert for a job which was paying, I don't know, £10 an hour or whatever, uh, to milk the cows on this farm, yeah. and it was like three hundred cows. You know, you know, need someone who can milk four or five days a week and stuff like that. And Jen said to me, "She's like, Jesus, like ten pounds an hour to have to milk three hundred cows. I mean, they must literally just be sitting there all day, every day for twenty four hours a day, seven days a week." I was like, "What do you mean?" She was like, well, "Just imagine how hard it is to." She thought that there was someone on a stool milking each individual cow. <laughs> one by one. <laughs> one by one. Come like, on, Daisy, you're next. Pulling on the udders. <laughs> I was like, no, no, they've got machines for that. You probably have to... I'm not saying it's easy. I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah. like, to milk 300 cows. <laughs> We're beyond that, aren't we? I mean, you'd need to be Superman to get through 300 cows in a day. God bless her. And oh. then the other thing that happened to me this week, because obviously there's not a lot that goes on with lockdown, which I thought you'd like is um, we, uh, you talked about it a few weeks ago, uh, Parents' Evening. It's sort yeah. of done with uh, a, over a Zoom or a phone call. So we just had a phone call um, with uh, Poppy's teacher. Pop, uh, Jen did Poppy, uh, or her teacher, and uh, I spoke to Albie's teacher. And uh, one of the things that amused me most is, uh, and he, you know, it was, bless him, he's, he's the, the loveliest thing that the teacher could have said is she said he's kind and he listens. And it was a really, it was like, wow, I'm a super parent. <laughs> I'm really good. I've done a good job here. She said, there was one funny thing uh, that amused me the other day, Mr. Casaday. I was like, what's that? She was like, he asked me what a moron is. <laughs> and that is your word, that is. That is so your word. I was like, oh, really? I wonder where he picked that up. She said, well, funnily enough, he says that daddy says it a lot. <laughs> Daddy says it a lot when he's driving in the car. <laughs> Foxy and Giuliano, the podcast. Should we get our lovely friend White Dee back on? She's back. Hi, Dee. Oh, hi. Hey, you guys. Hey, you guys. <laughs> How's lockdown two for you, Dee? It's not too bad, actually. Do you know, it's... It, it, it's I'm not actually on lockdown, believe it or not, because we're, we are actually going out and we're delivering food parcels at the moment. I saw that for Balls to Cancer. Yeah, for Balls to Cancer are providing Christmas dinners for anyone who's been affected or suffering with cancer. And the Community Relief Foundation that Birmingham Says No is working alongside, we're just delivering food parcels to anybody, and we mean anybody that feels they need one. All right, actually, we'll just be, we'll actually do something positive on this podcast instead of just talking complete and utter bollocks. Um, like, uh, if. You're to swear on a podcast. Yeah, we can. Yeah, go. I mean, don't, don't, don't go nuts, but. <laughs> um, 
So if someone if someone sort of thinks that that's me, I'm in that situation, what should they do? See, and this is the thing, you know, Jules, it's kind of like, um, I, I want to go sort of deep and meaningful on this. There's so many proud people out there. Yeah, now is not the time to be proud. If you need help, do not just sit there and want and worry. There's so many people out there. I'm on every single social media platform. Drop me a message. It's purely confidential. This is Birmingham and even like surrounding areas. And just basically you don't have to tell me what's wrong. You don't have to give me your life story. If you need help, we will help. Just give us an idea of how many people are getting in touch with you, because I, I think it's it's when you start hearing the numbers, you get an idea of how, how just how significant this whole this whole episode is with COVID. Well, we've pulled in some volunteers tomorrow with regards to what we're doing with the Community Relief Foundation, and um, I think um, we are delivering. I think it's one hundred, a hundred um, f- food parcels. And you'll do that every day, will you? Um, I'm doing it tomorrow, uh, me and me, me happy little helpers. They're not very happy, but obviously, you know, they're just... Well, they're with you, I can understand. They don't know how to say no to me. (laughs) (laughs) They don't say no to me. No, but do you know what it is? It's kind of like... And but to the other extreme, there's just so many amazing people out there who have volunteered to drive and drop them off as well. It works both ways. There's so many good and, things going on. I was talking yeah. to, uh, to 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 the guy who who um, owns um, the Digbeth Dining Club, and they were involved with stuff. There was some stuff going on with Northfield, you know, off the back of like Marcus Rashford and yeah. and all that sort of stuff. There's so many people who are just really selflessly putting themselves out but there. You know what it is? It's kind of like when you see sort of people and it's kind of, you know, suffering in silence over something like food, yeah. one of the basic, basic things, food, no one should ever have to worry about getting food or having food. And this is what I'm saying, even like with you guys, if you ever, if anyone ever messages you, please just drop me a message and we'll get them on the list and we'll get them, you know, it's just bread, eggs, sugar, you know, some like pasta and, you know, things like that, perishables, we call them perishable food parcels. There's no shame or anything at all and we'll get them on the list and we'll get them a weekly delivery and that will just take off just a tiny bit of of worry during these hard times. See, I'm a nice person. You are nice, Dave. I am. Right, serious bit done. Heaven must be missing an angel. (sighs) Sweaty. (laughs) All I need now is me Harley Davidson. (laughs) Right, so Dee, the last time we spoke to you, I I, I rather dropped you in the deep end, and bless you, 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 you've gone above and beyond. The idea when we spoke to you last time that I threw at you was um, a feature called Sailing Down the River Dee. Yeah. I think it's probably one of your best ideas. Well, if it were. you said down it and not up it. <laughs> Is there a difference? <laughs> Where are you going with this, Dee? I just live in hope because obviously <laughs> you know how much I love this next person. <laughs> so, um, the idea was that uh, you've got, uh, you know, I'm presuming an extensive list of celebrity friends. Well, I wouldn't go with extensive, but you've... a substantial. Sure. You've got some celebrity friends, and we, um, after you, we're out. So, um, the idea was how far could we sail down the River Dee where you would get a celebrity on, 
And then each week after that, they will nominate another celebrity to come on. And we'll see how long we can string it along. Sail down the... Sailing down the River D before yeah. someone goes, yeah, I'm not going to do that, guys. <laughs> so what is this? Because Dee's lined somebody up who we're going to speak to in just a second. Okay, but so I don't know who it is. Is this the first stop so down this, the River D? This is the first... So, so, so this is the first port. the boat bit, is it? This is the, yeah, so we're stopping off at our first port. Yep. Right. So mm-hmm. okay. I'm on the boat. Yep. You're, you're, sailing you're, up the River D. Yes, yep. you're the river. Right, and I'm at one of them barge luck things. Yes, and you've got to say celebrity, have you? I have. Okay, so can you introduce them, please, and then we'll talk to them. I will do. Right, the first celebrity I've got jumping on my barge or boat (laughs) and ready to set sail up. This one is going up the River Dee, yeah? Is my beautiful... Gorgeous, amazing, Geordie Stroke Durham friend, Ricky from Geordie Shore. What's happening, guys? What's going down? We're all right. We're all right. How are you? Thank you ever so much for your time. No problem at all. How have you been, Foxy? You good, yeah? Yeah, I'm good, man. How are you doing? What? He's gone soon as I talked to him. Oh, he's gone off. (laughs) Did he think he he didn't want to speak to me? (laughs) Good, him. Here he is. He's dialing up again. I'm back. <laughs> you not paid the bill or hey, something? Hey, Ricky, you asked me how it was, and then you put the phone down. I thought, right. <laughs> that was it. See, See you later. Put the call off. Enjoy the rest of 2020. <laughs> what do you think to your build-up from uh, Auntie D there, Ricky? Yeah, absolutely. Swear. Tremendous. Tremendous. <laughs> how you doing? It's good to hear you. Yeah, good. Thank you. Good, good, good. Taking over through lockdown. How, how, uh, how's everyone been? Well, lockdown two, we were just saying it's, it's, it's kind of strange because, I mean, the motorways are just as busy as they were before lockdown this time round. <laughs> yeah. My yeah, kids yeah, are still at school. Do you have kids, Ricky? No. <laughs> oh, these just, about. These just oh, hung up. <laughs> <laughs> she don't give a shit about you. <laughs> She's like, they're not paying me. I've done my intro. Balls to them. <laughs> Taxi. <laughs> well, let's just let's just have a chat, Ricky. Yes, Ricky. <laughs> I don't know how much Dee's told you about this, but let's just have a chat. Uh, yeah, uh, let's go for it. What 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 is a celebrity like yourself up to at the moment? Um, I actually been really really busy. So I've I started DJing four years ago, and then started producing two years ago. So lockdown for me has been really really good in regards to I've got a load of music done. Um, and to give you a little um, insight as well, I've signed a multiple record deal as well, which I can't name the label yet. So oh. really exciting times for 2021. So oh yeah, wow, big, this is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. So you got first take on it, guys. First wow. take. So have you always first been take. into your music? Because obviously the first the first time most people have picked up on you, and it's quite a few years ago now. I hadn't realised. How many years ago yeah. were you in Geordie yeah. Shore, Ricky? So it's coming up to 10 year anniversary in January. I think it is. Um, so yeah, the, 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 I wasn't in the first series, then obviously the second series. So it's been a while, been around a while, guys. Getting old, <laughs> getting well, old. Ten years. That's made me feel old, guys. <laughs> well, we all are. Yeah, we exactly. all are. So, like, were you always into your music then, before any of that? Yeah, I mean, yeah, massively. Um, I was always that person in, in a club with like Shazam, um, listening to tracks and that kind of thing. And um, it's, it's just a passion, really. Um, just I mean, I played the guitar when I was a kid and piano and. And that kind of things. So I've always been really into music and stuff, but 
Um, so you've obviously got all these interests. Was was Geordie yeah. Shaw sort of like a, a, a possible way in to giving yourself opportunities for music, for to do something creative? Is that Was that I the mean, thinking behind it? In, it's sort of, I mean, I've, I've always been a guy that's kind of confident and uh, wanting to set the stage and that kind of stuff. But, I mean, I remember watching Jersey Shore years ago, yes. years ago. I remember all my friends saying, you'd be so good on that. You'd be so good on that. And then it just came round where MTV were, were doing the hunt for in Newcastle where they were picking up different people. I think they found Rebecca at a bus stop. I think they found Vicky when she was fighting in a club, kicking someone's head in. Um, so they found people in different places. So when, when I got the audition for that kind of thing, it was, it was just yeah, it was crazy. I was going to um, ask how you I'm, got. I was going to ask how you got into Geordie Shore. So you had to, do yeah. you audition for it then? Yeah, you've got to go for auditions. Yeah, I think I went for three, but they, they wanted different people for different. So they, they were basing Geordie Shore on the Jersey Shore one. So Snooky and I think Snooky, who was like the main one, I yeah. think Sophie was supposed to be like the Snooky of, of Geordie Shaw, but it, obviously Charlotte sort of took that role uh, as being the, the daft funny one that, that pisses herself and all that <laughs> yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, she does that um, a lot, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she does that a lot, yeah. yeah. Right, I'm, yeah, still, right. I'm trying to imagine the casting agent, right, we need someone who pisses themselves. <laughs> 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 what's, um, so what's your hidden talent then, Ricky? You shit yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just mumbled a lot. I just mumbled a lot. Um, yeah, so... So who and, were you? Who were you in Jersey Shore then? This is interesting. So, so me and Gaz were basically... We, when we went for the first first auditions, we went for the, the sort of the similar roles and the, the player roles. So I didn't get asked back until the second series when they asked Greg to leave. Um, and then it was Benno, the producer, um, gave us a, one of the producers gave us a call and was like, look, we want you in, can you, get, can you come straight in? And then literally met all the guys and they were straight in. It was up and down from London, met all the team in London and then it was, um, yeah, it was just a whirlwind from then, really. Just, so that's a lot of pressure. Were you a player? So basically, I used to be a topless host in a club in Newcastle. Oh, right, so you've so got I, some I, confidence then, all right. So, yeah, just a little bit. So I was, I was constantly around that scene of just being in a nightclub and being out and being partying all the time. Um, and obviously being around the females, so... Um, but that, that's how MTV sort of picked us up in the, in the first place. Um, so the man, they, they were in the club and they were speaking to the manager and they're like, oh, we've got the perfect guy for you. Um, did they, so, did they, MTV used to ply you with drinks then? Did they pay for everything? Yeah. <laughs> That's a dream job. Isn't we it? didn't get. We'd never got any food. We just got alcohol. Literally, I mean, Cancun was the the be all end all. I mean, I remember me and Jay being in Cancun, and we were waking up really early in the morning. We had two hangovers a day, so we were getting up in the morning. We were going to the beach. We were doing the scenes at the beach. This is about nine, ten o'clock in the morning. We're having no food in the morning. By the way, we lived, me and Jay lived on protein shakes. So we got to the beach. Yeah. They were getting this. They were getting this. Um, the te- tequila with coke in, which were absolutely unreal. So we were just necking, necking, ne- necking them. And then by the time we got back to the house, maybe one, two o'clock, we'd be going straight to bed. That's amazing. <laughs> and then we'd, we'd be waking up, and then we'd be getting ready again, and then we'd be getting ready for the night time, and then going out again. Did they? So did, it was. Did, did MTV ever provoke the reactions? Because obviously there's got quite a bit of scrapping amongst the housemates, wasn't there? Was that ever set up, or was that all? I spent, I spent half my time out the house getting fined than my new house. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think I got. I think I'll find more than I made on that show. Um, so yeah, t- uh, they, they don't. They don't provoke the security there all the time and stuff. They don't. They don't provoke anything. 
Um, but it's kind of, it's free fall in regards to drink. And when you're in that house and it's, it's a pressure cooker being in there as well. I mean, you're not getting fed properly and you're not getting sleep properly and then emotions are building. We were all really young at the time as well. I mean, we're all in early 20s. Yeah. Um, and being around that age, you know what you like when you go out. You're just like, yes, we will just get blitz and then we'll cause fights and then we'll just yeah, see how we feel in the morning kind of thing. But it was just a whirlwind for all of us, really. Um, and give me, yeah, give, bit, give me so. an idea of your level of fame, both in Newcastle. What, what was it like, first of all, just in Newcastle, going out? on a night out when you weren't filming? Was it impossible? Yeah, pretty much. So the setup was, we, we all used to go to Bijou to film and that's where we all generally used to go out on a night time as well. Um, but you used to get big, big like um, Hindus over from, from Ireland and Wales and Scotland and the streets were just absolutely rammed. I think, I think, the, um, I think Newcastle, the, the drink went up 200% or something. All the bars went up 200% since Geordie Shore when we no. were filming. <laughs> Um, yeah, so you can imagine the streets have just been, it was just chaos really, it was, it was, it was like one big Geordie Shore party in Newcastle. Um, it was just chaos everywhere, but it, it, it got to the point where you got in Newcastle, it was just like, Ricky, Jay, Ricky, Jay, Charlotte, Charlotte. It was just, it just, yeah, you couldn't really enjoy your night. And I remember going out with all my school friends from school, and I remember taking off for the first time, they were like, never again are we ever going out with you. It was pointless. <laughs> it was pointless. <laughs> Was there any any point in your time in in, in in Geordie Shore that you regretted being part of it? Through Geordie Shore when I was there, yes. Um, but now looking at it, it, it's kind of like it's it's life experiences. You go through the good times and you go, you and you go through the good, um, and it, it set me up to everything that I'm doing now, which I'm I'm very appreciative of MTV and and giving me that platform of Geordie Shore with, because some people haven't been as fortunate where they haven't really done much after the show and I mean I've I've done Big Brother, I've done X and the Beach, I've done Dinner, I've done two movies and now done music. So it's given me a really good platform to be to be doing something that I really enjoy and yeah, I'm really proud of. I was going to say, do you know what? Because I was, I was um, speaking to, I don't know if you've come across him, Ovi, who was on uh, Love Island, was it last year or the year before? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he's got a documentary on the BBC iPlayer at the moment, which is all about... Um, going back and talking to people who've been through through reality TV, and mm. some people had amazingly positive uh, experiences, and some people have had really tough experiences coming out. Not just like not just like the, the obvious of like trolling and the problems of that sort of stuff, but like the idea of having to keep up an image when you might not be earning that sort of level of money that people are expecting. Yeah, and one of my I won't name his name. One of my friends from Geordie Shore. I mean. It, they left. He left the show, and he found it really difficult to get a job after it. And he was only on for a few series. And I mean, I'm still really good friends with him now, but he he really struggled after to sort of get back to reality um, because you, you you get this sort of like I don't know tornado of being like all all this fame, and then you're making all this money off the PAs because the PAs are really good, and then it slowly swindles away, and it can dry up really fast. And I th I think. In regards to reality TV shows, there isn't that support system for their people. After I understand that, and I mean, as you'll have seen as well over, over the past few years, there's been a few suicides in regards to people taking their own lives. In regards to whether it has been reality TV shows or the trolling, and 
I've been quite fortunate. I mean, <laughs> Geordie Shaw, I will say though, I got absolutely slated. <laughs> but, but the thing is, I, I, I generally, it, it's, it's one of those things that, I mean, me and Jay, I'll be on the phone and be like, Jesus, I'm, I'm getting called this and that. And we laugh about it. We laugh about it. But I think that's, just, that's the sort of mentality you've got to have. And you've got to take everything with a pinch of salt. Yeah. I mean, I, I had to turn my Twitter off when I was on, when I was on Geordie Shore every night. Did it help? I was like, here we go again. Did, you, did it help as well that you, you're almost like a team? Like, you, it's a shared experience. At some point, all of you got, got jip at some point. <laughs> Not really. Everyone looks out for themselves, really, to be completely honest. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's, it's basically, I, I remember when... When Dan came in, and I think it was the fourth series, and I remember sitting there with James, and I remember Dan, I mean, bless him, he was only 19 at the time, came in, he was really pissed, and he was in, he was in the jacuzzi, I think, with Charlotte and Gaz, and he, I remember walking through the doors and going, blah, 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 kicking off. And I remember saying to James, thank God he's coming here because he's taking all the heat off me now, like so. <laughs> Because when we used to do a radio show, we used to get, uh, occasionally we'd get a bit of grief. And I think our favourite insult yeah. was when someone texted about me and called me a rod, right? And we just thought it was such a beautiful word to call it was, someone. It was, the first, it was the first text in the morning, like <laughs> 10 past 6. I didn't, I didn't need it, Ricky. Someone's just texting, Foxy, you rod. A rod. Is, it, is, there, is there one insult that you've received that you laughed about? Um, no, but I will say this as well. When I was in Ayanapa doing a PA, I was there actually for a week, and I basically got chased around the island by a big groups of big group of Barnsley lads, about twenty five for the whole time I was there. They had a cake with them the whole time, and they, <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm not joking. Yeah, they followed me around the island to try and chuck this cake in my face, and they used to tweet me and tweet me and tweet me saying we're going to find you we're going to find you and I remember being the last night that launched this cake of this and it, it flew past me head and I was just like no nah, but shit like that it's all banter man it's all banter with me but in regards to name callings and stuff like that I generally just laugh at it man it's funny it's I'm going to be honest I, I think those guys are legends I mean there's some effort yeah. there at the front yeah. I'll never forget never forget so they, so they got into a club with a cake so so iron up is i mean it's, it's, you know what it's like no, it's I like know, but... stuff it's kind of it's all just open bars isn't it so you so you ha- so it's, it's not really clubs where unless you go to the the ones at the end of the night it's it's all just open bars where you can just walk into walk out walk into walk out no, but, but let's, yeah, just, car- the, let's just the examine that. Around. Let's just examine that for a minute, okay? Like, yeah. if I was with my mates, within ten minutes, I'd have just pied one of my mates if I was carrying the cake. They've actually carried <laughs> they it around. Really wanted to get Ricky. They really wanted to get you. <laughs> they really wanted to get us. Yeah, and they used, to, they used to treat me every day as well. I'm just like, I wish these would go home. These go home. What kind of cake was yeah. it? Do you know? Yeah, chocolate cake. I remember launching past me. Yeah, I remember flying past my head. <laughs> Oh, Ricky. Well, it's, I was going to ask you if, yeah. if 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 you had an opportunity to do it all again, would you do it all exactly the same? But it's it, it, I'm getting the impression that yeah, maybe there were a few incidents in Geordie Shore which you might have handled mm. differently. But actually, I think you'd probably do it all again, wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, everything that's happened. I mean, I, I even remember when when I got asked to leave Geordie Shore, and I mean MTV made this kicking fuss of being like, no, they're leaving the. They want to leave, and it's never like that. We get told, we want to get, we get told when you're packing your bags, get off the show, I'll see you later. 
But I mean, that's how honest I am. I'm open, and it's just, it's just, it is the way it is. But I was quite fortunate when I was leaving there because I already had my contract boxed off for Celebrity Big Brother the year after. So I already knew I had something lined up, which I think sort of made the made the made the leave quite easy for us. But I, I wouldn't change anything in regards to going through the years. I mean, I think I've matured over the years in, in a good way as well. I, I, I just think where, where I'm where I'm at in my life now, especially doing the music and. What I mean, especially for next year, I mean, there's, there's a movie there and then there's another show and then it's with the, with the, uh, with the, 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 the tracks that I'm releasing next year, it's kind of, it's, it's been, it's all led up to that time. So I'm just, I'm, I'm fortunate MTV, obviously, and I'm obviously thankful for everything that they did for us, even though I hated them at the time. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it all works out. So yeah. So when good. when do we hear something, see something? What's the first thing that's happening for you next? So week? I'm re- I'm releasing a track this Friday on King Street Records. That mean they've got some of the absolute biggest legends and DJ producers and um, people from around the world to ever release. So I'm I'm happy that my first track's going to be there. That's a disco one, and then it's all and then it's all with where one label from from January next year. Really, that um, I'm really really proud of that. Put a lot of work into. Um, and yeah, hopefully, hopefully taking over next year, guys. Good on you, mate. Good on you. Good, good on, on you. Well, yeah. um, uh, thank you ever so much for your time. There's just no one, problem at all. There's just one thing that we want to ask you, and this is the bit <laughs> which gets really tricky because I don't know how yeah. much D, who I've got no idea why she hung up the phone. I've texted her like she's obviously just gone sod this. I want dinner or something like that. She sold a bottle <laughs> of Bacardi in the corner. She was off. So the idea behind this feature was called Sailing Down the River D. And the mm. idea is that Dee was going to kick us off and she's got you on the podcast and then we were going to yeah. see how far down the river Dee we could get by getting each celebrity to nominate another celebrity and see if they'll come on next week. Okay. Is there someone that you could get on for next week? Um, Basically, what we're doing is we're getting you to do all our booking for us. <laughs> Oh, he's dis- disconnected. He's just, just disconnected. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm back. Are you I'm back. back. I, thought, I'm I, back. I, I thought that was pretty rock and roll, that. I'm not doing any work for them, lads. Piss off. <laughs> <laughs> See you, lads. Yeah. No pressure to do it now. Okay, don't tell us. Okay, have a think. We've got your number. We've got your yeah. number. <laughs> okay? We'll leave it a few yes, days, we- and we'll text you and just go, is there anyone that you reckon will do it? And if they're up for it, We'll give him a call David, next does week. D- David Hasselhoff work for you guys, yeah? If you get David Hasselhoff, I used to watch Knight Rider <laughs> so much. <laughs> you know how much of a big, big fan he is of Geordie Shaw? He's no. ma- he loves it. So when we went to the MTV uh, EMAs in Germany, um, we're on stage and all the rehearsals and stuff, and I mean, we were doing our part, and then behind us on stage, Kim Kardashian walks on. <laughs> we were like, eh, she's tiny. She's so small, and then and then the ha- then then the hoff came from around the corner. He was like, "I fucking love you guys!" Like, and then obviously the accent that he does. And then I was, we were like, "What is going on here?" It was mad, absolutely that crazy. But yeah, he's a massive fan of the show. Well, no, no pressure, but I'm now expecting the half. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drop a message for you. <laughs> um, Ricky, it's been an absolute yeah. delight. You know, no, cheers again, guys. The best Good of luck with everything for next year. Appreciate it, thank you. Appreciate it, thank you. Ricky, everyone, thank you See very later. much. Bye. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Foxy and Giuliano, the podcast. <laughs> are, we, are we doing the Q's and T's? Q and all up, the ones and twos. Q's and T's? <laughs>
We're going higher. We're going higher. What are you talking about, Ray, you bellend? Leanne, how are you doing, Legend? I'm all right. I'm all right. Uh, do you know what? I'm so looking forward to playing port balls with you. Playing what? <laughs> I haven't told him yet. Oh, you haven't told him what we're doing? No, no, no. Ray, <laughs> have you listened to our podcast? Uh, so I've listened to the Leanne one. I listened to the um, very first one. Yeah. Uh, do you remember the game we always play at the end, port balls? Uh, familiar. Yep, okay, you've got no idea. We're going to play pork balls with you in a minute, okay? And if you get it right, okay, we're going to pay for your takeaway up to the value of £20. Okey-doke. Okey-doke, indeed. Okey-dokey-doo. Foxy, let's play pork balls. You ready? Don't leave me hanging on this one. Here we go. Pork balls, pork balls, get your pork balls. Will you be our caller? From all all our calls, pork balls, pork balls, get your pork balls. Get the number right and you'll get your pork tonight. What are you going to say? I thought you had to get the answer right, but there we go. Okay, that'll do. Ray! Hello! Yo, 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 yo! This is DJ Ray, who is infamous uh, in Hull, where I'm from originally. Um, how's the DJing going so at the moment, Ray? Uh, well, on a scale of 1 to 10, that's probably say zero. <laughs> zero, right, okay. Yeah, it's not great for DJing at the moment, <laughs> is it? No, absolutely. But you've been working... What have you been doing, Ray, to pay the bills? I'm currently uh, working for the government in the epidemic uh, test centres. He's working... You're working in the test centre? Hang on, turn the music I'm, off. I'm, I'm traffic and security control. Traffic and security control. I was going to say, if you're in charge of testing, I'm starting to see. <laughs> see why we've got problems. <laughs> no, we've got problems. Bless you. Take, it's only Boris and you. Probably Boris did He's isolating. He doesn't know. He doesn't have a good clue. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Do you know what? Actually, if you're in charge, Ray, it could arguably be better. Yeah. <laughs> good God, my heart stopped for a minute there. I didn't really... So is it is it is it busy at the test centre? Because quite a few times people have said, actually, I've got to the test centre and it's not that busy. So the last two weeks, it's obviously picked up in hole because we're the number one for Kirby. Yeah, Covey. Um, number one. <laughs> number one for Covey. What I think, think you're think, think fine that we're also number one for the um, the most amount of obese children in Hull. So uh, that's something else to be proud of. <laughs> and, strangely enough, we've got the most takeaways, fast food restaurants <laughs> per square mile. I wonder if those two things <laughs> yeah, are linked. Yeah. <laughs> I never know that. Yeah, well, every day's a school day, Raymondo. Every day's a school day. All right, so you, you direct the traffic in and out? Yeah, uh, basically, yeah. Send them to which destination they should be at. Oh, very good. Very okay. good. All right, good. You're doing, well, your bit. you're doing your bit, Ray. That's, exactly. That's, that's, I'm, well, I'm just glad you're working, yeah. you know, because it's not easy being a I'm DJ on, at the I'm moment. On the front line. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> on the front line. God help us. God help us. Right, Giuliano's going to explain the rules of port balls. Very simple, Raimondo. We yep. have called a Chinese takeaway. 
We've called a Chinese takeaway <laughs> and we've asked them what number are pork balls on your menu? If you can guess what that number is, we will pay for your takeaway up to the value of £20 tonight. Get the number right and we will pay for your takeaway tonight. <laughs> Get your port tonight. That's right, yeah. Ray, what are you thinking, my friend? Uh, we got um, like a one hundred or anything like that. Well, it'll be it'll be from one to maybe a hundred. Yeah, I mean, it could be any number. Yeah. So, so twenty-two. Twenty-two. You're going for. Yeah. Okay, and ha- how have you come to that decision? Because um, it's a double number. <laughs> along the lines of balls. You're thinking along the lines of what? Balls. You're thinking along the line of balls. <laughs> could have picked any double I thought that yeah no absolutely you could have picked any number I mean it's the most stupid game in the world there's, there's literally no skill in it but you so what so you think balls are going to be a double number what because there's two of them between your legs yeah, yeah. <laughs> not for Hitler <laughs> there's a there's something do you know what there's something that has died out I th- do kids still sing yeah, Hitler's only, only got, got one ball? ball? I don't think they do. I've not had my Rosie sing it. This will be an interesting one. Sorry to divert you from pork balls, everyone. <laughs> Are there regional differences in the songs? Oh, I don't know. So, how, so this is what we used to sing yeah. down south. Hang on, let me get rid of that. Go on. In Berkshire. Yeah. He used to go, Hitler has only got, only got one ball. ball. The other oh, is in the, the Albert Hall. His mother and a... She chopped them off when he was small. Oh, small! We would go. She chucked them in a chestnut tree. The wind blew and blew them out to sea. The fishes were washing dishes and they had scallops and bollocks for tea. I've not heard the last two verses of that. Is that, is that not what you used no, to sing? No, it was the first verse and that was it for us. Oh, right. Okay. Well, there's an interesting one. You know, if you're listening right now, okay, is that the version of Port Balls that you... Um, Port Balls. Is that the uh, version of Hitler's Only Got One Ball that you used to sing at school? Get in touch. Get in touch on our Facebook page, Foxy and Giuliano, the podcast. Right then, so you're going for 22. Do you want us to lock that number in, Raymundo? Let's lock it in. Let's lock that number in. We wish you the best of luck. Let's call that Chinese takeaway. Hello. Hi, g'day. I just wondered what number your um, port balls are on your takeaway menu. What, what was that, sorry? I just wonder what number, you, you know your sweet and sour pork, I just wondered what number it was on your menu, on your takeaway menu. 47. Was that 47, you say? Yeah. 47. All right, thank you very much. Have a lovely day. You too. Bye. 47, Ray! 47! <laughs> when he gets disappointed, he does an impression of a pirate. When, when he's not at the testing centre sorting out COVID, he is a hire or a pirate for hire. <laughs> All right, oh, Raymond. 27 off. 27 off. Bless you, mate. Look. Well, no. What was the answer? Oh, no, hang on. 40 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Ray, I love you. Take care of yourself. I shall speak to you soon. 
will do. I love you both. Hey, Ray, look, we don't like to finish the podcast on a low. Have you got a joke for us, please, just to finish on a high? What about a pirate joke? A pirate joke, Ray, that'll do. Why did the pirate cross the road? Why did the pirate cross the road? I don't know. Why did the pirate cross the road? Get on the ship. Say that again. To get on the ship. To get on the ship. (laughs) (laughs) Ray, goodbye! Love you. Take care. Well, if you if you want to listen to more <laughs> podcast gold like that, yeah, um, <laughs> press subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening to us for the first time, you think that's the kind of thing that that Shag Married Annoyed has not given us, or or Joe Rogan. You're not listening to them. This is the sort of stuff oh, that you're looking for. That has killed me. That Pirate was... jokes like that. Yeah. Press subscribe and uh, and uh, tell all your friends about us. Goodbye.